Yes, Jesus Christ is alive. He rose from the dead and that day, that Easter Sunday morning, that first Easter, when Mary and Mary Magdalene and Salome went to the grave expecting to anoint a dead body. They saw the angel sitting there and they said, where is Jesus? The angel said, he is not here, he is risen. I submit to you tonight that that's the greatest news the world has ever heard. He is not here. He has conquered the grave. He's alive. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe that there's more proof that Jesus Christ rose from the dead than almost any other fact in Roman history. I don't believe there's a fact in ancient history today so well proven as the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But even if there was no proof, no historical proof, no scientific proof, and there is, I would still believe it because I believe this book is God's inspired word and the whole early church went up and down the country preaching the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That was the thing that shook the Roman Empire that a man had risen from the dead, that he was alive, that death could not hold him. Christ is alive. He's a living Savior. Amen. Amen. If you agree with that, wave your hand. Say amen. Amen. Yes, this is the greatest news, that he's alive. I mean, that historical event 2,000 years ago changed the world. And we're living in a historical event right now. We're going to look back and remember how crazy this was. We're going to remember like, hey, remember when the world was shut down and Easter was only online? I mean, that's, that's crazy. Um, we welcome you if you're visiting us for the first time. And if you're just joining us, we're thankful that you could join us uh, for a service. You know, it, it saddens me that, um, that we are separated, that we're in isolation. And, uh, but we have to remember that on that cross, Jesus was isolated and he was separated and he was alone. Uh, he was beyond lonely. His, his disciples, they deserted him. They left him. And so if you were here on Friday, Good Friday, uh, Jesus was on the cross. And the question that was raised is, where is God? Why have you forsaken us? Where is God? But on this Sunday morning, the question now is, where is Jesus? Where is he? On Friday, the question was, where is God? But today, the question is, where is Jesus? And the answer is, he's not here. He's alive. Feel free to insert your amens right there. You know, you can wave and say your amens, right? Um, good. Uh, on Friday, it, it, it looked like it was game over. On Friday, Jesus was dead. But today, on Sunday, the history of the world changed because of this man, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Um, I want to share with you one of my favorite stories told by Pastor Ken Ulmer, and I've shared it before on a handful of occasions. You may have heard the story, uh, but there are two men who are in an art museum, and they came upon a painting of a chess game, and one character looked like a man, and the other character looked like a double figure, and the man is down to his last piece on this chessboard in this painting, and the title of the painting is Checkmate, and one of the two men uh, that was looking at this painting in the art museum uh, he was an international chess champion. And so he was looking at this painting and something about it really intrigued him. And he began to study it and he became so engrossed that his friend that was waiting with him grew impatient 
And he asked him, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? He said, there's something about this painting that bothers me. And I want to study it for a little while. And so he said to his friend, you go ahead and wander around the museum. And he took a, a long time and he studied it. And he started nodding his head and following it. His hands started moving. And when his friend came back, he said, look, we have to locate the man who painted this picture and tell him that either he has to change the picture or he has to change the title because there's something wrong with this painting. And his friend who didn't really know much about chess, he asked, well, what's, what's wrong with the painting? And the man said, well, the title of this painting is called Checkmate, but the title is wrong. So either the painter has either got to change the painting or he's got to change the title because the king still has one more move. Come on, somebody. Come on, everybody. The king has one more move. If you're here on Friday, we talked about uh, the Last Supper and, and the Seder meal. And the king, who was wrapped in linen clothes, buried in a different place to only reappear later, has one more move. Let me say that one more time. The king, who was wrapped in linen clothes, buried in a different place, to only reappear later, has one more move. See, for those of you who didn't get it on Friday, you're getting it now. I, I, I can see that. I knew you'd get it three days later. But the king, he has one more move. See, the world thought he was dead. But the king had one more move. The world thought that death could hold him down. But the king, he's got one more move. Betrayal couldn't hold him down. Torture couldn't stop him. The cross couldn't restrain him. He had one more move. Woo! I feel like preaching this Easter morning. Come on, somebody wave your hands. Look alive. The king, he's got one more move. See, Easter is important. The, The resurrection is crucial. Without the resurrection of Jesus, there is no hope. There's no potential for faith. There's no power and life-changing meaning behind the words of Jesus. Without the resurrection, there's no reason for us to be here today or any day. Without the resurrection, Jesus' teachings and his life would have just been uh, simply inspirational quotes and inspirational ideas on how to live a better life. It'd be like chicken soup for the soul, but it would be void of power and of hope. But even more, the death of Jesus would have been totally in vain. It would have been worthless. But it's precisely that Jesus Christ has been resurrected, that evil can be overcome. Listen, if we accept that Jesus paid the penalty of our sin, and that penalty was death, by the way, and if we receive that Jesus died in my place, what that means is that we get to enter into the covenant or the promise of God. And the covenant or, pro, uh, or promise is this. Paul preaches in Romans 6 that since we've been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. And we know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. And we are no longer slaves to sin. So when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we also know that we're going to live with him. And we are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he'll never die again. And that death no longer has any power over him. And when he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Jesus Christ. Can a brother get an amen?
This freedom that we have because of Jesus is a gift from God and it's free for you. And resurrection of Jesus means victory. It's victory over death. It's victory over sin. It's victory over despair. That's what the resurrection does. That no matter what's happening in this life, I get to be with God forever. See, the resurrection should change the way that we view life. Because even in death, you will have life. Come on, somebody. Even in death, you will have life. How would you describe your life right now? Is it full of questions? Is it full of confusion, pain, worries? Do you feel defeated? Are you feeling lost? Do you feel alone? Well, on Friday, the cross represented our pain. It represented our suffering, our grief, our sorrow. But our story does not end at the cross. Our story begins with Jesus' resurrection. Come on, everybody. Our story does not end at the cross. Our story begins with Jesus' resurrection. You know, Jesus died and he was buried. But on the third day, he rose from the grave. And, and if we put our trust in Jesus, we get to do the same thing. See, because on a literal level, if you put your trust and your hope in Jesus when you die, you will be buried, but you will be raised again with a brand new resurrected body in a place where there's no more tears and there's no more sorrow and there's no more fears, there's no more pain and there's no more shame and there's no more death. That's what's going to happen to us on a literal level. We're going to die and we're going to be buried, but we get to experience heaven. That's what happens on a literal level. But for the here and now, maybe you've experienced tremendous disappointment. Maybe your dreams of a perfect family have been crushed. Maybe the career path you've chosen is done. Maybe all your strength is gone. Maybe there's some things that, that have been stolen from you in your childhood. Maybe, maybe your soul is dead. Maybe you feel buried alive in the depths of your soul. You, you feel buried with being overwhelmed by the, the circumstances of your life. You're buried. You're buried so deep under that people are, are walking all over you. They're stepping on you. They're, they're ridiculing you. They're mocking you. They're insulting you. They're bullying you. You're buried so deep under the stresses of your life, under the stresses of your circumstances. You know, Jesus, he understands. Jesus went through great suffering. And so he understands. But just like a seed that blooms and bears fruit, what needs to happen is that you have to bury that seed. Somebody's going to get this this morning. Sometimes you have to bury that seed deep if you want it to grow tall. And so you might think you're buried, but you don't know that you're not buried, but you're actually being planted. Oh, come on, somebody. You're not buried. You're actually being planted. Being buried and being planted look the same because they both got dirt over them. It looks the same. But the difference between being buried and being planted is the expectation that when you're planted, you will be back. 
You can't keep me down here. I'm going to come out of the ground and I'm going to bloom and I'm going to flourish and I'm going to come alive because my gardener has planted me deep into the soil and that the difference is we are going to to arise again deep from being planted in the soil. And for some of you, you feel overwhelmed. You feel covered. You are just, uh, uh, just down deep. But the Lord wants you to know that you are not buried, but you are planted. God didn't bury you. Come on, somebody. He planted you. He planted you beneath sickness. He planted you beneath stress. He planted you beneath coronavirus. He planted you beneath crisis. But something is moving down there. Something is happening down there. Jesus died. He was buried, but he said, I'm coming back again. You may be buried, but you've got to go through it. Psalm 23 says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for God is with me. When we accept Jesus, God is with us. We identify in his resurrection. And so you may be buried, but you it is not over. It's not over because he's alive and you will rise again. That's the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Your hope will not die if you are in Jesus. That is the greatest news in all of history, that your hope will not die if you are in Jesus Christ. On Friday, you went from being lost to now you're, you're found. You went from having fear to now having faith. On Friday, you went from having sorrow to now having joy. You went from living in chaos to living in peace. You were once a slave to your sin, but now you are set free. You were dead, but now you are alive. And before you were hopeless, but now you have the hope of the resurrected Christ. The resurrection of Jesus means that you too can have a resurrection. It means that you too can start over. It means that you can begin again. It means you can be born again and have a living hope. Is there anyone that wants to say amen? In a moment, I'd like to pray for you. And um, I'd like to ask a a favor from you. And um, there's some of us that that needs healing and needs hope right now. It's been really hard. It's been really tough. I'm not going to lie. It's it's been challenging and it's been hard. And for some, you may be losing everything right now. You've been searching and you've been searching. You've been desperate to find some answers. You've been searching for a solution for your circumstances. But you've never put your trust in Jesus. Maybe you've tried to manufacture hope on your own abilities and strength. I want to invite you today to make a decision to say yes to Jesus today. He says you don't need to strive anymore. It's a free gift of salvation. It's not by your works. It's not based on how good you are. You can never be good enough. I I want to invite you to believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I want you to say yes to the hope that he offers you. That this is what he offers you because he's alive today. It means that you can finally go home. You can come home to the Father who welcomes you with open arms 
He says, I love you this much that I gave my only son for you so that you wouldn't have to perish, that you can join me where there's no more tears and no more pain. There's no more sorrow and there's no more shame. He says, come and join me. Receive me. Let me rescue you. Let me help you. When you receive Jesus, it finally means you can come home. And friends, it's been a long journey and we want to welcome you home. And so can we bow our heads uh, this morning and close our eyes? And and we do this um, because of the sanctity of this moment. We do this because of the sanctity of this moment. And hopefully I've been able to, to communicate with you as clearly as possible why the resurrection matters, why it's, it's so powerful, and why there are millions and billions of people all over the world throughout history who say that they are a follower of Jesus because we, find, uh, we don't find hope in this world. We don't find hope anywhere else. And if you've never received Jesus and you understand that, that we need a Savior to save us from the penalty of our sins, you've never accepted him, I want you to go ahead and pray after me. And I want to give you a moment, I want to give you some time to just really meditate on that, to meditate on the gift of Jesus, the gift that God has given us. If you're hungry and you want Jesus as your Savior, go ahead and put your hand on your heart. In fact, let's all of us do this together because we're we're a family. Let's all put our hand on our heart. And and especially if, if you've been struggling and you need some hope through the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and you want to receive him today, go ahead and follow after me. Repeat after me in your homes. Everyone's muted. Just repeat after me. Lord, I confess I am a sinner. That you died for my sin. Please forgive me. I want to receive your gift of forgiveness today. I want to receive the gift of salvation today. Thank you for loving me unconditionally. Thank you for a brand new life. Thank you for my new family. Thank you for eternal life. I want to follow you. Thank you for loving me. I receive you, Jesus. Be the Lord of my life. Be the Savior of my life. Thank you, Jesus. In your son's name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, congratulations. I don't know if, uh, if there's anyone here that have made, has made that uh, decision, but uh, can we just uh, physically just welcome them who accepted Jesus today? Can we physically welcome them from where you are? We welcome you. Hallelujah. Thank you. 
if you know if you've made that decision today, um, could you do us a favor? Uh, we'd love to uh, support you, and if you could go ahead and and text us, let us know. Um, text life L I F E to eight one eight seven two 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 one two four. Um, we just want to connect with you and support you. You don't have to do this journey alone by yourself. And for all of us, uh, you can save that number uh, to your contacts list as Grace Life. It's going to be useful to you. Um, we would just like to say hello, send you some um, uh, information, and just say hi. And we want to embrace you. We want to pray for you. So um, just if you made that decision right now, go ahead and text LIFE, L-I-F-E, to 818-722-2124. And we, we praise God and we celebrate with you. We, um, well, you know, there's a party in heaven that's happening right now. And uh, we thank the Lord for uh, just for the resurrection of Christ. And uh, usually when we party, there, we celebrate with music and singing. So let's praise and worship with the one who's defeated death today. So can we celebrate and just lift our voices, lift our hands and praise the name? Well, I'm uh, just so thankful uh, that because Jesus Christ rose again, we can boldly sing, Oh, trampled death, where is your sting? especially now during these uncertain times, uh, the fear of death is all around us. People are genuinely afraid, but through Christ's resurrection, we can have peace. We can know and not have fear of any harm, of any death. And so speaking now of this season uh, that we're in, um, I want to go over some important ways for you to stay connected with us. Um, During this time of being sheltered at home, you know, our primary way of communicating with you has been through email and text. And uh, hopefully you've uh, been getting our communications. Um, If you're new, we want to be able to get you some important updates. Uh, Even if you're not new and you haven't been receiving our our, uh, messages, uh, we want you to text NEW to 818-722-2124 so that we can make sure that you're included in all of our important communications. If you've responded to uh, the good news of Jesus today, his message of his death on your behalf and his resurrection for you, and you've put your faith and trust in him, uh, we'd like for you to begin your faith journey uh, with some encouragement and with some help and um, by helping you follow Jesus. And so you can simply text LIFE uh, to that same number, and uh, we'll come alongside you, reach out to you, uh, hopefully get you some resources and and pray for you so that you can know that there's others uh, walking this faith journey with you. Also, uh, during this time, we know that there's been many needs, uh, health needs, financial needs, among many others, and uh, we believe in the power of prayer, and so we would like to pray for you and pray for your family, and if you have any prayer needs or anyone you know has any prayer needs, just please text PRAY uh, to the same number, and uh, we'll make sure that we pray for you and we pray for your family. 